it's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by flick composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Program. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get through right now, it. the COVID-19 vaccine are available to millions of Americans and soon they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, the hug her and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people, and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, and I'm listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Tom Sumner. we got an interesting show in store today. Um, first couple hours, we're going to be sort of leaning healthcare-ish because it's National Pharmacy Awareness Week. I didn't even know there was one, but apparently there is, and we're going to talk about that a little bit this first hour coming up in oh i don't know about three or four minutes we're going to talk with a an expert on uh, pharmacists and uh, she's from express scripts pharmacy susan peppers and uh, we're going to talk about the role that pharmacists play it's it's more interesting than it might sound coming up in the third half of our three-hour tour this is going to be fun. Um, my guest, Robbie Bach, in the uh, third hour coming up at 11, uh, former president at Microsoft and leader of the team that created the Xbox, has turned his attention to writing in his debut novel as a contemporary thriller, um, literally called The Wilkes Insurrection, a contemporary thriller, which is being published this month. Uh, by Robbie Bach, and uh, he will be my guest coming up in uh, a couple hours or so. And in the middle, we're going to talk about something that had never, ever crossed my mind. This is uh, 
fascinating. Um, Dr. Peraloff uh, Hasselgren is a surgeon, scientist, and the author of a new book that uh, I believe, yeah, it came, it comes out this month, October of 2021. And um, it looks at a subject that it never... I hadn't really thought about uh, revolutionary surgeons, patriots, and loyalists on the cutting edge is the name of the book, and it literally looks at uh, the state of surgeons and medical care during the Revolutionary War and who the high-profile doctors were and and so on. But um, that's coming up uh, in the second hour of our three-hour tour. And let's see, what else do I want to do here? Oh, it isn't queued up. Oh, well. Um, I will take uh, a little time to say coming up tomorrow, um, we're going to talk with uh, Michael Lennox um, about uh, decarbonization uh, his his book is decarbonization imperative and of course tomorrow's wednesday so that will uh, also include armchair politics bobby clayton walton joining our roundtable regulars paul rosicki and henry hatter but that's coming up tomorrow um also since we're just uh just under a couple of weeks away from halloween we will continue celebrating really awful songs and recordings with some old favorites and some new favorites uh, in a segment we call Schlocktober while everyone else is celebrating Rocktober and Shocktober we celebrate Schlocktober with a different uh, awful recording each and every day you might like the artist you might like the song but together maybe not so much anyway let's turn our attention to national pharmacy awareness week with susan pepper Street. and welcome back everybody uh this is the tom sumner program and uh, it's also you may not know this but it is pharmacy awareness week and we're going to talk about that a little bit this hour with my uh, guest who is uh, an expert on um, pharmacy uh, practices, or a pharmacy expert, if you will. She is from Express Scripts Pharmacy. Susan Peppers joins me by phone. Hi, Susan. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Tom. I'm so glad to be with you this morning and talk about the role of the pharmacist and how pharmacists can help help you uh, make sure you, you stay safe and, and get the most out of your medication. We're, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about how uh, the, the um, pandemic, COVID-19, has, has uh, maybe changed the relationship between pharmacists and their customers. Um, but, but first... How long has uh, Pharmacy Awareness Week been around? Pharmacy Awareness Week has been around for a couple of decades. And and Pharmacy Awareness Week is really a chance for us to celebrate uh, the role of the pharmacist really as a frontline healthcare provider. You think about the role of the pharmacist. It's the most accessed benefit within the health insurance benefit on average, patients visit their pharmacist 34 times a year as compared to about four times a year for their primary care provider. 
So pharmacists really play a vital role uh, in frontline healthcare provision for patients. You know, every time I, I go to the pharmacy, um, and, and it's it's usually a routine, a routine transaction. You know, I have a prescription that I get, you know, filled periodically every, I don't know, 30 days or so. And I, I'm always asked, is there anything you'd like to ask the pharmacist? And because it's a routine thing, I I routinely say no and, you know, grab my bag and I'm out the door. But what kinds of things could we or should we be taking advantage of that opportunity for? It's it's such a great question, Tom, because that question, is there anything you'd like to ask the pharmacist, does feel really routine. But if you think about what's underlying that question, it really is, how do I get the most out of my medications, and how do I avoid having any problems with my medications? So some great questions to ask the pharmacist are simple things like, should I take this medication with food, or should I take it on an empty stomach? Medications are so expensive today, and you want to make sure you're getting the most out of it. And there are some medications that if you take them with food, you may not get as much absorption from them. So you want to make sure that you're taking it correctly to get the right benefit. That will really help you control your condition uh, as well as avoid healthcare costs in the future. Other important questions might be about potential side effects. Could this medication make me drowsy? Could it make me unsteady on my feet? And a really important one to think about is, are there any over-the-counter medications that may interact with this prescription? Many common over-the-counter medications like aspirin or ibuprofen may have significant drug-drug interactions with prescription medications. And it's important to know what over-the-counter medications you should avoid when taking your medication. So those are just a few things that you might think about checking with your pharmacist, even if it's a medication you've been taking for some time. You know, Susan, it's funny you bring that up because I was I was just thinking about this only happened to me once, but I have to imagine that it happens quite frequently in pharmacies all over the country where people who see multiple doctors, you know, they have a primary care physician, but then they have, you know, uh, specialists, pulmonologists, and cardiologists, and surgeons, and so on, all of whom might prescribe things. And I would think it happens fairly often that a pharmacist looks at a list of prescriptions that's being filled and, say, and, and says, maybe you need to get back with your doctor about this because this and this doesn't go together well. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, it's important to consider keeping all of your medications within the same pharmacy. Uh, that way, your pharmacist does have that complete list of medications. And as I mentioned, also make sure the pharmacist knows any over-the-counter medications you might be taking regularly. See, I hadn't um, even really thought about that, Susan. That That's an important lesson for me today because, you know, there are things, you know, supplements and aspirin and occasionally... Uh, cold relief medicine and and other kinds of uh, over-the-counter things, and I never think about checking that against my prescription list. Yeah, absolutely. It's really common, for example, for patients with high blood pressure, 
you know, there's a significant drug interaction with many cold medications for patients who have high blood pressure. So checking with your pharmacist before you purchase over-the-counter medications is a really important practice and a really great way to start establishing a relationship with your pharmacist. The other thing to keep in mind is many pharmacies also have pharmacists available, like Express Scripts, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So even if you forget to ask the pharmacist while you're physically there at the pharmacy, uh, you can always call uh, the pharmacy and ask those questions later. And that can be a really important practice because you have the opportunity in the privacy of your own home to then take some notes, right? Take your time, ask the pharmacist questions, write down the notes you may need to remember later on. Um, and many pharmacies also have a website. Uh, at Express Scripts, we have expressscriptspharmacy.com where there's also information available that you can refer to later if you have questions about your medications. Um. You know, when I'm at the, at a doctor's office, they routinely ask me, where do you get your prescriptions filled? Where should people get their prescriptions filled? Is there uh, something, what things should they take into consideration when choosing a pharmacy, especially a, re- a regular pharmacy that they're going to use frequently? Yeah, there are so many options available for patients today when thinking about choosing a pharmacy. I like to think about it as as thinking about the four C's, cost, convenience, confidentiality, and credibility uh, as, as the components you should think about when choosing a pharmacy. So if you think about cost, this is a primary consideration for many patients today with the rising cost of medications and thinking about what a big chunk of the budget medications can be for many patients, especially older patients who are taking multiple medications every day. Uh, Having access to a pharmacist who can help you understand if generics are available, home delivery options that that offer 90-day automatically refilled uh, prescriptions are often really great from a cost and a convenience perspective uh, because medications automatically come to your door on a regular basis and you don't have to remember to refill them or go to the pharmacy every month. From a confidentiality perspective, it's important to to know that you can speak to your pharmacist uh, in a private place, whether that physically be at the pharmacy or, as I mentioned, uh, an 800 number or a chat uh, feature, a digital chat feature that's available in many pharmacies today. Important to know that you can speak to your pharmacist at a time that's convenient to you in a confidential private place. And then finally, credibility. Pharmacists are one of the most trusted professions uh, for many, many years. Uh, but establishing a relationship and feeling credible and, and comfortable with the information you're receiving is very important when choosing a pharmacy. And and see, I would have I would have thought primarily from my own perspective, uh, location, just you know something that's close by that doesn't take a long time to you know go to the pharmacist. But there are so many other options. It's National Pharmacy Awareness Week, and we'll have more with pharmacist Susan Peppers straight ahead. Hello out there, everybody. It's me, Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs> 
I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. When a vaccine becomes available, it's critical that all of us get it. What we do as individuals will impact everyone's health, including those who can't get the vaccine. We won't get through this unless everyone takes part. Now is the time to get up to date on all recommended vaccines for both kids and adults. Experts say it's more important than ever for everyone to get their flu vaccine this year. And if you're older, you should get both the flu and pneumonia vaccines, since both illnesses can make COVID-19 even worse. Vaccines are available at a lot of convenient places, so be an example for friends and loved ones and encourage them to get vaccinated too. We all want to reunite, travel, and get back to school and work. But that means we all need to get on board. This is the time to do what's right for each other. Get vaccinated. It's our best shot. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Biden from the Blue Lions. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Dr. Comedian Jonah Pody. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Ananick. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's, that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I'm willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all always. It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a kind and check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make. Throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses. And where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County. Where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org. 
This is Congressman Dan Kildee, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. It's National Pharmacy Awareness Week, and we'll have more with pharmacist Susan Peppers straight ahead. What about these these um, mail and, and delivery services? Is there... Um, are there any risks with that, people who maybe try to buy medicine online, for example? Yeah, it's important to make sure that you are dealing with a verified pharmacy. So as I mentioned, in, in the credibility aspect of choosing a pharmacy, when you go to a pharmacy website, you can always look for the verified Internet pharmacy practice site. It also is known as VIPS that pharmacy seal will be at the bottom of the website to make sure you're dealing with a reputable pharmacy. Uh, But as long as it's a reputable pharmacy, online pharmacy, home delivery and 90-day prescriptions can be a really convenient, affordable option for many patients. 90-day prescriptions and automatic refill options for patients who are on maintenance medications can not only help patients save money, Uh, but can make sure that they stay adherent or compliant to their medication regimen because the risk of running out of medication is so much lower. If you know the medication is coming to your home every 90 days and you don't have to remember to refill it or run the risk of running out or have to go to the pharmacy every 30 days, having medication come to your home regularly is a really great way to stay on track and make sure you get the most out of your medication. Now, for most people, they just, um, if a doctor gives them a prescription, they just, you know, they just take that prescription to the pharmacy that they regularly go to and and really don't know very much about what it is they're getting. They just, doctor told me to get this, you have this, let me have it. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, it's almost kind of a mindless transaction, but... It, is there an opportunity there to find out lower cost options, for example? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just just a, a funny anecdote. Um, you know, many, many years ago when the profession of pharmacy started, uh, doctors wrote prescriptions in Latin because they didn't want patients to know what they were prescribing. And we've come such a long way in pharmacy since that time in terms of transparency of information and the availability of information that pharmacists can share with patients. Um, And if you think about the availability of generics, um, lower cost formulary alternatives that may be available with your insurance plan, these are all things that pharmacists can help you navigate. Uh, insurance is a very complicated um, set of information to try to navigate. Yeah. And to your point, Tom, when you get a prescription, you might take it to the pharmacy and think, well, gosh, this is what the doctor prescribed, so this is my only option. But be your own advocate. Ask the pharmacist, is there a generic available? Is there a lower-cost alternative that's in the same class of medication that will do the same thing? Oftentimes, there are alternatives available that may be much less expensive for you, and all you simply need to do is ask for help. And and what about the costs? Um, why are some uh, pharmacies so much less expensive than than others? It's you know, I, I the only other 
thing I can think of is um, to compare it to is is like here in Michigan, the uh, Liquor Control Commission. You walk into any liquor store and the price of every item is virtually the same throughout the state. But it's not like that with pharmacies. How is that possible? Yeah, there's a lot of things in play when you think about the price of medications. But really, if you think about pharmacies and their ability to leverage the supply chain uh, and purchase medications effectively, that really is a big driver. And if you go to a reputable pharmacy, they're going to be able to purchase medications effectively on your behalf and help control the cost. Uh, the role of the PBM is also incredibly important to make sure that, uh, that there, there is affordable medications available, uh, particularly when you're using your insurance. I, I, I've just seen uh, advertised in television services that you can, um, everything from downloadable apps to websites, you know, where you can search for a lower price on a, a prescription medicine. Um, and and how, how is that possible? Are they just looking for, like, for example, there are chains like Rite Aid and Walgreens. Locally here in Michigan, uh, there's a pharmacy at, at every Myers uh, location. Um, are those bigger chains because they're buying in larger quantity getting better prices and is that what these services are scanning to to find you lower prices yeah i think that's that's essentially it tom if you really just think about any any particular consumer product um, if you have buying power you have the ability to buy at a more effective price and again it's an opportunity for you to check with your pharmacist to understand is there a generic available is there a discount available? Am I better off using my insurance price or is there a more effective discount price available? Pharmacists are, are ready and willing to help you understand what your options are in terms of choosing what's right for you, both in the medication itself as well as you know how to, how to obtain the best price on your behalf. Just recently, because of the, uh, the pandemic, it's become commonplace for people to go to a pharmacist to get their vaccine and and to have the shot actually given to them at the at the pharmacy um is is that has that door been opened or at least widened by the the need to get people vaccinated quickly because of the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and its variants? Or was that door already pretty well opened by flu vaccines every year? Yeah, it, it's a great question, Tom. You know, I think the role of the pharmacist has been changing over the last 20 years. Pharmacists are highly educated, highly trained healthcare professionals. And over the last 10 years, especially, Pharmacists have been increasing their role in immunizations, but the COVID-19 pandemic really just, you know, blew those doors open, and pharmacists have played a really key role in, in the vaccine rollout for COVID-19. But as you mentioned, many, many patients have leveraged their pharmacy as the place at which they receive their vaccinations, and that really has been both a curse and a blessing. 
it's been a blessing because many patients have accessibility uh, to receive the vaccination, you know, really in a convenient location at their local pharmacy. But on the flip side, the workload for pharmacists has just doubled and tripled as a result of, you know, no slowdown in prescription demand, but at the same time taking on the workload uh, of the vaccinations for COVID-19. And that's why, you know, when we talked about choosing a pharmacy, it's so important to understand, you know, is the local pharmacy the right place for me? Do I have access uh, to my pharmacist? Um, do I need to pursue, um, you know, if, if there's an 800 number, for example, where I can speak to my pharmacist because they may be busy in the store uh, with vaccinations uh, and other activities. So just assessing the situation and saying it really is fantastic that pharmacists have played such a key role in the rollout in the administration of the COVID-19 vaccinations as well as flu vaccinations. Super important that patients don't forget about the flu uh, vaccination this year. Important to get both. Um, But also making sure that the accessibility of the pharmacist, if you do have questions about the safety of your own medications, that you feel comfortable with accessing them either in the store, through an 800 number, through a website like expressscriptspharmacy.com, or even through a digital application or a chat. Now, I don't know if I've just been fortunate or if there's um, some standard of excellence that's going on, but with all of the talk about supply chain issues and with the number of medications that come from other countries around the world, I really haven't run into any shortages anywhere, except maybe in the the very very early days of the of the pandemic back in March of 2020. Uh, why is yeah. is there any risk of these supply chain issues uh, impacting people's ability to get the medications they need? I think the most important thing to remember is to always ask your pharmacist, you know, if there is any risk. You know, every patient situation is different. You know, different geographies have different uh, situations from a supply chain perspective. But overall, uh, the medication supply chain is safe and secure. The SDA plays a really important role in making sure that our supply chain is safe and making sure that the flow of medications uh, remains stable because it is so important to our patients to make sure that that that, uh, continues to be so. I think what we've seen over the course of the pandemic is interest and demand for certain medications has waxed and waned. Um, In the early days of the pandemic, there were some medications that were being used in hospitalized patients, and there were some supply chain issues early on uh, but, but the pharmaceutical manufacturers, pharmacies, uh, and the FDA have all worked together to make sure that the supply and demand for medications has been leveled out. The, um, the, the idea that pharmacists are giving shots, whether they're, they're flu vaccines or COVID-19 vaccines, are are. are have they always been accredited for that, or is that something that is is a new thing? Is there some special accreditation for that? 
It, it, it really depends, Tom, on the state in which the pharmacist is ah. located. Um, but it has been a relatively recent um, advent within the pharmacist profession to be certified or accredited to administer immunization. Again, if you think about the profession of pharmacy 35 years ago when I first became a pharmacist, that the role of the pharmacist was really limited to the dispensing function only. Uh, but the education and the accreditation of pharmacists in the last 35 years has expanded. In many states, not only can pharmacists administer immunizations, they may be also able to prescribe some categories of medications. Uh, they may be uh, in collaborative agreements with uh, prescribers to adjust medication doses of certain medication types like anticoagulants. Um, you see expanding roles of pharmacists in hospitals in particular uh, to help patients manage medications. At the Express Scripts Pharmacy, we have specialist pharmacists who have additional training in chronic and complex disease conditions like diabetes and high blood pressure who are able to give specific uh, disease management and pharmacy uh, management advice to patients and counseling to help them manage their, their chronic and complex conditions better. So we've just seen the education and the ability and capabilities of pharmacists expanding so much over the last 30 years or so. What role uh, is, is technology playing in enhancing uh, a pharmacist's ability to track a, uh, a customer or a patient's um, medical usage, whether they're taking their medications or not, or if they're taking them maybe too frequently and, and trying to... Uh, um, Oh, what's what's the word? Um, there are so many, so so many digital applications available now, and this is another opportunity for patients to talk with their pharmacists about what's right for them. There are disease specific applications. Um, there are general pharmacy applications. Um, many pharmacies have mobile applications that help you uh, track your dose when you take your dose and have dose reminders. Um, the Express Scripts Pharmacy works with the Express Scripts PBM with a digital formulary with recommended technology applications for certain patients uh, to help them manage their conditions better. And I think what's really important about technology is there's not any one application that's one size fits all. Um, and as I mentioned, it's another great opportunity to talk to your pharmacist about what are you looking to accomplish with technology? Many devices today have um, the ability to share information with the pharmacist so that you can sit down with your pharmacist, for example, and look at your blood sugar patterns if you're a diabetic and get advice around making dose adjustments with your insulin. Uh, many inhaler devices uh, track the usage of rescue inhalers for patients with asthma to sit down with your pharmacist and get advice around, you know, why am I using my inhaler more frequently some days than others? Um, so there's tons of technology applications available. And in addition, many of the pharmacy websites have that information available on the website for patients to reference in the privacy of their own home where they can understand what options are available to them. And I was and and I was wondering about cases where people 
just have uh, given up on taking their medication for cost considerations. And if if there's a way that pharmacists can track that and, and maybe advise a person how they might be able to manage to get and take their medication as prescribed um, in a more cost-effective way? Or is it too unwieldy when you consider that that probably half the, or very nearly half the people in the U.S. have taken at least one prescription uh, in the last 30 days? Yeah, medications are definitely expensive. But if you think about the alternative and the risk of longer-term hospitalizations or emergency room visits, if if you lose control of a condition like diabetes or high blood pressure or, you know, incur something uh, as a long-term effect of the illness itself, the cost of the medication is a fraction of what that longer-term health care expense might be. Um, a pharmacist uh, can track when a patient is, is late to fill a medication. At the Express Scripts Pharmacy, we do reach out to patients who are late to fill, and our pharmacists are trained in motivational interviewing. And what that really means in short is they want to talk to you about why you're not taking your medication. If it's cost-related, they can provide alternatives for you, medications that are lower cost that can accomplish the same thing. If it's trouble remembering to take the medication, the pharmacist can recommend, as I mentioned, some of these these technology applications to help you keep track. They can recommend simple uh, pillbox applications for you to help you set out your medications so that you remember to take them. So, you know, there are lots of options for pharmacists to help, both on the cost side uh, of patients not taking their medication as well as patients who either can't remember to take their medications or even in the caregiver situation where the caregiver needs help making sure their loved one is remembering to take their medication. Well, Susan, I, I really appreciate you sharing your expertise and, and uh, your time with me and the listeners this morning. I always give uh, guests an opportunity to let listeners know where they can find out more about what we've been talking about. And um, you've mentioned um, uh, the, um, oh, shoot, I was just looking right at it. Oh, Express Scripts Pharmacy multiple times. Is is that um, a, a national online application? Yes, the, the website I, I'd love for, for your listeners to remember is expressscriptspharmacy.com, uh, but I'd also just mention that any pharmacy website uh, is going to have great information, drug information available, and ask your pharmacist, uh, you know, where where they recommend that, that you go for information as well. And, and are they, um, by and large, uh, are, are these websites pretty good at, at searching for Uh, available medications uh, for specific conditions? Can people search by the condition, or do they have to already know something about pharmacology? Every website, Tom, is going to be a little bit different. Um, And again, I would encourage you to ask your pharmacist 
um, you know, for advice around uh, which medications are specific to your condition. Well, Susan, thanks uh, again, and I, I don't know if there's an appropriate greeting like, um, you know, ha- Happy Pharmacy Awareness Week or <laughs> whatever, but thanks for uh, taking a little time to be with me this morning. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. All right, Susan, keep up the good work. Thank you. Take care. That was Susan Peppers. She is uh, Vice President of Pharmacy Practice at uh, Express Scripts Pharmacy. And uh, we'll have more of the Tom Sumner program straight ahead. commercials give me headaches just when I'm feeling chipper as you please that's when they show me all my sinus cavities headaches headaches those sponsors don't care how my headaches see that announcer he looks so fine his head should ache like mine Headaches, headaches Those pounding hammers give me headaches They say it once and then they say again Oh, tension, pressure, pain Oh, tension, pressure, pain Headaches, headaches Those sponsors love it when my headaches Mother, don't hand me those pills from the shelf I'd rather do it myself Sponsors love it when my head aches. There is one remedy that's unsurpassed. And their commercials give me headaches. Fast, fast, fast. Headaches. Headaches. Aspirin commercials give me headaches. Today I swallowed the best cure yet. I ate my TV set. From the Tom
Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. While we've been staying safe at home, scientists have been on a journey. The destination? A COVID-19 vaccine. This journey began decades ago with research into other coronaviruses. Scientists built from there with months of research and development, cooperation with other experts worldwide, and clinical trials on tens of thousands of volunteers of diverse race, age, and health status. They arrived at a safe, effective vaccine, and hundreds of thousands in Michigan have already been vaccinated. But the next step is ours. We need to get the vaccine when we can, keep wearing masks correctly, and taking precautions until we reach our destination, freedom from COVID-19, and getting back to the lives we love. Discover the facts for yourself at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Start your weekend early with the Tom Sumner Program every Friday live at 11. We turn the spotlight on the world of arts and entertainment featuring artists from music, TV, and the movies. Catch everything from the rich local talent pool in and around Flint and Genesee County to up-and-coming stars of stage and screen, plus legends from New York and Hollywood. Hi, this is Greg Nagy. Hey, this is Hoppa. Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions. Hi, this is Alexander Zonjic. Hi, this is Mark Farner. This is Maurice Davis. Hi, this is... This is Rochelle Ray. Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T. Hey, this is Steve from the Nashville office. I'm Gwen Pennyman Hemphill. Start your weekend right. Go to 11 Fridays on the Tom Sumner Program. Those hands, no matter whose they are, can spread the germs of many common diseases. That's why I want you to realize how important it is to keep hands clean, to wash them regularly and always before meals with Life Boy, which not only removes dirt, but helps to remove germs. Teach the children this habit. Form it yourself. Always use Life Boy for hands and face as well as the bath. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. W.H. Weiskarper, a recent guest on the show, has pledged 50% of the proceeds from his book Twilight of Empire from sales between October 1st and October 31st to support the Tom Sumner program. W.H. Weiskarper, a former National Security Advisor and counsel for the U.S. Senate Armed Services Committee, pulls no punches, fusing history with political intrigue in Twilight of Empire, the third of four planned novels in the Resurrection Saga series. W.H. Carver's book, Twilight of Empire, shows that the U.S. has all the wealth, science, and resources to solve every issue we face today. Twilight of Empire by W.H. Weiscarver is available on Amazon and Apple Books. For more information and to support the Tom Sumner program, visit whyscarver.com.
TheTomSumnerProgram.com Hey, this is First Ward City Councilman Eric Mays, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. I was talking about doctors, and there was a, an item in the paper about it. They had put up $200,000 to study witchcraft because they had found that some of the things that witch doctors had been teaching for ages had some definite therapeutic value, either uh, psychosomatic or, or definite uh, medicinal cures, and to see if the modern doctor could learn anything from witchcraft. And the reverse might be also true. Uh, I wonder how far the witch doctor has progressed, how many of the modern medical theories or practices he has adapted to his needs. And uh, this is a witch doctor, and I'm sure like any other doctor, he gets a phone call in the middle of the night. And Hello. Oh, hi. Hi, Mrs. Coomba. No, no, that's, that's all right. I've, I would have been getting up another five, six hours anyway. Yeah. The, the crops are withering, and, and your son is seeing demons, huh? Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of that going around. I, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. So, sounds like a 24-hour curse to me. I would... Well, I'll tell you, if you're really concerned... Um, do you have any bark of a tree that was uh, struck by lightning in the light of a full moon in the medicine chest? Yeah, you might sprinkle some of that on him every four hours, and uh, if he isn't any better in the morning, why? Gee, I, I couldn't possibly come out to the house. No, I, I, I don't make hut calls anymore, uh, Mrs. Crumber. No, I, I haven't danced around the house in, in years, you know. If you don't, you don't stay with it, uh, you know, you lose it. Mr. Crumb, I don't, I don't care how many chickens you're going to give me. I, you know, it just isn't worth my time. The, go, the government takes uh, most of them anyway, you know. So. Well, I can recommend a good demon man. I, I, don't, uh, you know, I don't happen to specialize in, in demon work. He's uh, pretty good. There's, uh, there's one intern, a uh, guy just got out of school. He, he still makes house calls, but, uh, you know, that, that should tell you something about the guy. You know, it, well, he's a little slow, you know. He has to paint the steps around the house be, before he does the dance, you know. And, yeah, and then sometimes he'll, you know, instead of curing the curse, it'll, it'll rain, you know. Well, they're very similar dances, you know. If you, if you don't know what you're doing, you, you can wind up with a thunderstorm for about five or six days. You know? Well, you're free to call him. I tell you what you could do. Uh, you might wrap him in some mud and, and put some, uh, some leaves around him and, and put him out in a field where some hyenas uh, congregate. And, well, it, it won't help the curse, no, but sometimes their laugh can become infectious, you know, and it might cheer him up a little bit, you know. Well, I'll tell you, if he doesn't feel better in the morning, uh, why, why don't you bring him in, yet? Oh, that's right, tomorrow is Wednesday, isn't it? Uh, well, I'll tell you what the hell, we don't tee off till 1.30, why don't you bring him in in the morning? All right, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> This was another Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program.
Just when you think it's over All of a sudden show down here. It's a Tom Sumner program, don't you know? Go on. Go on, get out of here. <laughs> 